There's nothing more important for your health and well-being than having a good sleep. The experts at Haverty's can help you find the perfect Scott Living mattress for everyone in your family. Haverty's Furniture is partnered with Drew Scott and Jonathan Scott to offer Scott Living mattresses. Now $250 off through President's Day. Plus, when you visit a store, you can expect no pressure, just support. From Haverty's Sleep Experts. Tap now or visit Haverty's.com to find a location near you. It's time once again for another chapter of the Rich Heart Show. Broadcasting live around the world from the Pro Business Channel Studios in Atlanta. And now, please welcome your host, international business dynamics coach, real estate broker, and wealth finance and people consultant, Rich Hart. Hey, welcome back to the Rich Hart Show. Hey, I'm glad everybody could attend. Hey, today's topic, the business of people and the behavior in a world built around the process and profitability and why they are so crucial to our success in business today when we're talking about people, profitability, productivity, and, of course, that dreaded word of process. Hey, joining me today is Cindy Lynch, uh, one of the partners of 620 Partners, and Bob Langley of REL Leadership Group. And, guys, welcome to the program. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. Superb. Hey, the business of behavior. In t- There's nothing more important for your health and well-being than having a good sleep. The experts at Haverty's can help you find the perfect Scott Living mattress for everyone in your family. Haverty's Furniture is partnered with Drew Scott and Jonathan Scott to offer Scott Living mattresses. Now $250 off through President's Day. Plus, when you visit a store, you can expect no pressure, just support. From Haverty's Sleep Experts. Tap now or visit Haverty's.com to find a location near you. Today's cognitive environment (laughs) leads us down some crazy paths, all right? Cindy, I want to start with you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about what 620 Partners is. I know Rhonda couldn't make it today, so we're going to give a shout out to Rhonda. Say, hey, Rhonda. Hey, Rhonda Holloway. (laughs) So Rhonda Holloway is my business partner. We've been working together now five years. Um, Actually, what we we look at companies and help them optimize their profitable behaviors. Every company keeps score some way. Love it. Like, um, if you're a basketball team, how do you keep score? Sure, exactly. Hopefully, by every time that ball goes through the net. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So you want to make sure you've got tall guys on your team yeah. that have lots of skill. Good. Right? So that's what we do. We help um, identify profitable behaviors. That is cool. And we're going to be talking about that whole concept of what this profitable behavior is. But before that, Bob, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for coming down. Thanks for having me. And tell us a little about something about REL Leadership Group. Well, REL Leadership Group, we've been around since 2002. Um, We work with small businesses as well as individuals on personal and professional leadership coaching and consulting. Which is needed. Which you know, We work with a, a lot of employees as they're, you know, or, or executives as they're growing up in the business right. to take that next step. Uh, also look at succession planning models and how to get people there. But mainly what we enjoy doing most is sitting down with someone one-on-one and helping them to understand the things they need to work on, the things they do very well, and how to accentuate those things to become a better business leader, right. or to help their company grow and get to the next level, which most companies are shooting for. Super, super. There's, there's different ways of taking a look at that from a leadership standpoint, a leadership approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, but today we're going to be focused on this from a behavioral mm-hmm. side. All right, to really identifying, the, is it the right person for that job? Mm-hmm. All right, is it the individual themselves that is, who's, yeah, they could be qualified, but they have the altitude and aptitude, 
all right, to take on that job responsibility. Or I like to say, are they using the right tools, all right, Mm -hmm. and are they bringing the right octane? Yes. All right. And so that's pretty cool. But, hey, Cindy, you know, I wanted to get back. What You, you mentioned something out there. You, you talked about, about profitability or the profitable behavior. All right. Talk to me a little bit about that. What, this, what the whole idea of this profitable behavior is about? When you think of roles and people that have done – done well and not done well. It's things that they do and don't do. It's not always what they know. It's not their experience. It's not where they went to school. It's not their education. So when people fail in jobs, it's for they don't work well together. They can't meet deadlines. They're not accurate. So we look at jobs and say, what are the profitable behaviors that drive that job? Do you need somebody to be accurate? Oh, I love that. Or do you need somebody to be collaborative? Right. What What is needed in the job to drive profits? And I used the basketball earlier. Right. You can legally hire six-foot five guys because that's part of the job it's just a little closer to the net all right exactly and that's i love that and that's where we're going closer to the net good love it that's great when we start talking about you it depends upon how we keep score and and in regards to that and the realization all right of today's employees i i think and i believe out there and i've said it many times before these folks themselves they can't do it on their own right all right so they're going to have to bring some really qualified quantified rigor rigor or rigorous all right individuals into the program yes um and and let's talk about that the keeping score so leaders today all right and we have a leadership program tomorrow all right but the leadership of leaders of today when we start looking at keeping score what what is the whole objectivity of this well first you've got to define what that score is so in leadership what are you talking about engagement are you talking productivity are you talking safety are you talking sales so you have to clearly define what your leaders you want them to do right and then what we look at is the natural dna of a person sure can they do the job right exactly right you're either a people leader or maybe you're a technical leader right you know, Bob, in your, in, in your world, all right, you work with individuals from a leadership standpoint yes. and really getting and working and designing uh, the process yes. to helping those. Some of your, even your past experience that I know you very well, mm-hmm. okay, um, in some of the retail, okay, mm-hmm. uh, leadership change, people change. How is the dynamic of behavior important? Or to what you see in developing the leaders today for you in your world? Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of times uh, leaders talk in generalities. Right. You know, this is the kind of person we want. They don't get the specific behaviors, and that each job or each uh, responsibility or team they're a part of right. has different behaviors that are required. As Cindy mentioned, you know, you need to be more analytical. You need to be more detail oriented to do this job. Right. You know, you need to be more inspiring to do this job. Different behaviors that people need to develop. Right. And I think a lot of times what happens is, you know, we, we talk about different, and you're going to talk about different assessment tools and things that are right. out there. Exactly. My job is you find the proper assessment tool that fits your organization. I know Cindy and 620 do a great job with that. Right. Is my job is then to take it to the next level. Okay. How do we put this in as a system that adapts into what you're currently doing? Right. It's not an extra piece. Yeah. You know, sometimes when we do things with people, they say, this is an extra piece we have to do now. How do we integrate that? Yeah. In all phases of behavior. From and there. I can yeah. see that really being needed because a lot of organizations, they want talent management. They mm-hmm. want leadership development. Their managers are promoted because they've done a great job. They've had no experience. Mm-hmm. Right. So get the right person in the job mm-hmm. with the person with the right DNA. And then what you're saying is now we're going to train you how to do the job. Because exactly. most people aren't born with those 
innate skills. Yep. And it's also important to train the people who are training the people That's to right, do exactly. the job. Yeah. You yeah. know, a lot of times it's passed down and it says, okay, you should all, you all went through the, the, the one class and workshop and you know what you're doing with it, right. so go out there and use this. And what I focus on is how are you using this material? Right. How does it fit? And how can it become part of the culture of your organization? Not just something that it was a great idea to go and, you know, and buy this assessment or software program or whatever right. it is, but how do you make it part of the culture so it's a communication tool it's a developmental tool it's a succession planning tool that is so key i see so many organizations they get something and then next year they do something else or then they do Mm -hmm. something else and they're just you're you're pulling pulling straws out of a hat yeah you might as well just put hundred dollar bills on fire it's like the latest fad well what's the fad let's do this one let's do this one right you find the process that right. fits, which um, I know 620 does a lot of that with the predictive index that they use and right, the assessment exactly. tools that they use and sure, other, exactly. other tools they use. But it goes beyond that. It's now how do, we, how do we use this to get the most effective behaviors out of our employees to get their performance? You know, I always tell people it's funny because I, I get a group together and I'll say, I would like you to do me a favor. I want you to bring out your profit and loss statements right. and I want you to motivate them for me. <laughs> you know, and you will be surprised people actually try it. Yeah. And I'll say, okay, we'll sit there. Let's get sales up. Come on, sales. Let's go. <laughs> you, you can't no. motivate people. Yeah. That, that is yes. a huge yes. misnomer. Yes. People think, right. I need a motivational coach. I right. need. Yes. But I mean, we're talking from the top down. Yeah, we're we're talking, talking responsiveness right. already. And my question out here is that in working, and, and both with Cindy and Bob, what's the responsiveness of the leader? What's mm-hmm. the accountability, mm-hmm. all right? of the leader. And that's going to be more crucial because that's going to help them with the implementation already of this plan in order to carry it out because it's going to take a little time. Yep. It's not something that's going to be an overnight deal. Okay. And so people really need to, I guess, adopt the culture. And buy into it. Exactly. And buy into it. And, and yeah. just even even more on what Bob's saying, people, are, you, people aren't unmotivated and people aren't lazy. Mm-hmm. Right. Managers... It's the manager's responsibility. Exactly. It's the leaders of those. Groups. If you've got you hear that out there, leaders. Okay, I just want to make sure you got that, leaders. If you've got, if you've got unmotivated, lazy employee, the right. problem isn't in your talent pool. Yeah. I guarantee you, most likely, because yeah, they were brought on for a specific purpose mm-hmm. with a specific specific reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who okay. starts a new job, exactly. saying, "Oh, I'm going to go and just flub up, be sure. lazy, yeah. irritate everybody, yeah, be exactly. annoying." Yeah. I did. Oh, I have to say, you, though, I've had a few employees, however, that you know, wake up in the morning. I think they got up this morning and said, "I'm going to upset Bob today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get on his nerves." I do believe there are some of those, but but I don't think people, you know, inherently get up and want to have a bad day. No, no of course not. Thing. No. People it's want either, purpose. Yes. People want meaning. Right, and are they positioned where they can get that? Right. That's the key to all the behavioral assessments and, and understanding right. people's behavior for, for, for specific positions is. Is this the behavior that can make yeah. them successful? Because if they feel successful, right. then they will do the things necessary to move your company, your business, and themselves forward. So here it is. Once we have the right people, and I believe at this particular juncture, we do have the right people in place, mm-hmm. hopefully. Okay, mm-hmm. um, But adapting to those people inside the process. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the process from a leader itself is what to keep on implementing, right? right? To, to to actually have a measurable form of accountability, mm-hmm. all right, for its individuals' opportunities yes. and the environments which mm-hmm. they're creating in, mm-hmm. all right, and what an opportunity for those individuals themselves as leaders to really step up and perform, 
Mm-hmm. All right, over and above and beyond. Yeah. All right. Okay. I mentioned one thing just that, that I also I wanted to make sure I mentioned this and not to be the you know the Debbie Downer of the group too is that <laughs> a lot of times that that I see these things happen unless they're working through and processing it and making it part of their culture, people can use tools and behaviors and start to label people by their behaviors. Right. Exactly. And that's something that the coaching model helps to not be labeling people because you're not like me. I think, uh, I know Rich and I had a conversation a few days, weeks back or whatever we were talking about. Could Rich manage 10 Rich Hearts working for him? Definitely not. <laughs> yeah, mayday, mayday, <laughs> mayday. Now, could because... I feel a lot of love in the room right now. Hold on one second. It's All right, going down. It's a little down. overbearing. It's a little overbearing right now. I got you. The All point right. of that is each person will have, has a specific responsibility, and there's things right. that you don't like to do, or maybe you're not as good as you'd like to be. I know I have things that I hate to do. Yeah. Um, so getting people that fit for the behaviors and the results, as Cindy mentioned, the results that you want, the profitability, the numbers, the things that you're going after may not be 10 rich hearts. There may be a bunch of different types of people that can get that for you. And that's what it's it's important to coach leaders. To and that's why teams that. be, are such a good analogy, sure. right? You you think about the Chinook drivers and in the army mm-hmm. and the rescue teams. Right. Everybody has a role, mm-hmm. and we you have to make sure you've got the best person in that role that can execute that mission. Yep. Whether it's sniping, whether it's eat, it's it's. Stemming a (laughs) bleeding limb that's falling off, right? And you've got to trust the people on your team Mm -hmm. that they are doing their job. Which is actually, if you look at the dynamics of today, and and again, it's another generalization we do when we say, oh, millennials or snowflakes or Xers or whatever. No, what you're seeing the shift in businesses that I'm working with is it is more of a team concept That's now. right, exactly. It's yeah. not a, a pyramid top-down, this guy makes all the decisions, these people just execute. Is that the richest case? No, no, hold on a second. <laughs> I truly believe that I cannot do it by myself, okay? Yeah. Oh, and well, that's, I do. And that's from a leadership standpoint. <laughs> that's a leadership standpoint. I said mm-hmm. when you really grasp that, mm-hmm. okay, then you're actually bringing that team in and then the process and the people in place. Then you score. Then you score. Then you score. Love yeah. it. Yeah. And you know, you're, then you're making money. We're in business to stay in business. Imagine that, right? What a mm-hmm. concept. Now, now we're, we're actually heading into job versus people. Already. Yes. And, and it's funny. I pulled up some, some survey statistics out here. One of the right off the top is 63% of workers are not engaged or struggling to cope with work. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a large number. And I'm going to talk cha-ching, about some other numbers out there. Cha-ching. 29% mm-hmm. say individuals themselves are engaged. 45% they said they're not engaged. And 26% of they, they're actively engaged means they want to be there, but they just don't know really if they want to participate. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, you've got to be kidding me. And mm-hmm. so now from the leadership standpoint, okay, leaders have really got to step up. And really play the game. And they've got to ask themselves, what is that costing them? Sure. That's Mm -hmm. ROI on their employees. Without a doubt. And so part of what Bob does and myself as well is the question becomes, what if you do nothing? (laughs) What if? Mm -hmm. All right. Here's another question. What if the job could talk? What do you think the job would say? Exactly. If the job could talk. So if the job is to climb a tree... (laughs) Are you going to hire a horse and try to train him, or are you just going to hire a squirrel? <laughs> uh, let me think about that for a second. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah I'll take the squirrel. <laughs> but so many times, yeah. organizations hire these horses because their briefcase That's looks right. good, exactly. or, and they think they see something mm-hmm. in them, and right. then they're disappointed. How many times do companies hire suboptimal losers? Oh, well, 
How many times have you hired a loser in your business? Non-performers, we call them. I got them. <laughs> Losers. Inspiring performers, all right, without a doubt, 100%. But you're right. You're right. 100%. Nobody sets out to hire failures, no, but yet no. every organization has them. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. And they are willing to accept that's the cost of doing business. Yeah. And I... And I cry BS on that. It's not true. Sure. It's not a cost of doing business. I think the, the question that you asked, Rich, is very good, and Cindy's answered it in a very good way. Adapting people to the process, and you get to, what would the job say? Right. This is the thing that got me, is when I when working with different organizations, individuals, is if, if I was the job speaking, my answer to that question would be, I don't, you don't understand me. <laughs> it's kind of like I was yes. a conversation with my wife on a regular basis. <laughs> you know, if I was talking to a job and the job was trying to tell me as the leader, I would say, you don't understand me. You don't understand what it takes to make me happy. You don't understand what it takes to do what Amen. I do. And that's where the behavioral piece comes in because what are those things that will help you understand that job so you can go look for the person. Right. You know, I see now I was working with an organization. And today. Cindy yep. to the rescue. <laughs> Cindy to the rescue because yeah. I have a tool that actually mm-hmm. objectively measures what you think the job requires. Mm-hmm. And you would not believe that when I get together with the um, key stakeholders, right. they almost ever never agree. No, you may think the job requires, let's say, a lot of independence, mm-hmm. a lot of decisiveness, and you're like, nope, I want people sure. to collaborate. Mm-hmm. And here we've got the CEO and the CFO completely disagreeing. Totally how, are we gonna meet, how are we going to meet mm-hmm. our strategic goals when we don't even agree on what success looks like? And my first question out there is, it, are the employers clear and concise on the message according to the responsibility that they're no, undertaking? No. No. And it's clearly, all right, it is definitely up for question. Well, you've got an HR department that's working off a job description that's three and five years old, and that job is actually morphed out in the field. Right. Mm-hmm. And the CEO has gone a completely different, taken a different strategy. Nobody's communicating. Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, today we're talking on the Rich Hart Show, and we're talking about the business of people and behavior and the world around from profitability and profit, mm-hmm. uh, profitability and a process standpoint. Right, I'm with Bob Langley of REL Leadership Group. Bob at Get. RELnow.com. All right, Bob, they can reach you at 404-518-1559. And sitting beside me is Cindy Lynch from 620 Partners. All right, you can reach Cindy at info at 6SIX2020Partners.com, 954-253-8526. Call today. Call today. (laughs) (laughs) But wait, there's more. And there's more. But, you know, when it comes down to how do we find the right people? Ah. All right. When we're looking and talking about this idea of profitable behavior, um, there are different ways of looking at either the assessment tools, training available, development process, using those tools properly, Bob, yeah. which we talked about. And Cindy, we talked about tons mm-hmm. of time. All right. And what is needed and how it's to be measured yes. is going to be key. And so what, what are we currently using right now? What are, or what tools are available in our arsenal? All right, what tools the leadership our leaders have today? Well, um, behavior assessments are just hitting um, business community by firestorm. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it totally takes the good to great concept mm-hmm. and makes it possible, makes it a reality. It's not a theory. It's not an idea. It's not a nice to have. Right. It's a need to have. Companies don't have the bandwidth to be to um, be dragging around some optimal employees. Right, let's break that down a second, all right, because that's cool. All right, I don't want to go to 10,000. Me, I'm a 200-foot level guy. Okay? okay. So why do they need this? Because we are terrible pickers. We think... <laughs> 
How many bad relationships have we all been in? <laughs> right? Let's <laughs> admit it. Uh, yeah. You're like, That's a different show. That's I different didn't show. see that coming. Because people project. People show up for interviews well rehearsed. You can go on the internet and mm. you can practice, practice, practice. They give you questions, things to say. Most resumes are examples of creative writing. You don't know who you're talking to. That's right. Anybody can put on for any length of time. Sure. I can put on for a long time. But every, <laughs> at some point, that show breaks down. Right. And then you're stuck with an employee that's underperforming. Sure. Because you cannot observe behavior. So the assessment that I use actually will tell you, is this person proactive? Right. Is this person going to be a hunter? Right. Is this person going to be attentive to detail? Right. Is this person going to drive a school bus? Right. And not be trying to read a Kindle. Is this person going to be captain of of a um, of a cruise ship right. and not be showboating? Right, exactly. Well, that's extremely important. All right, for yep. the guests. Yep, and that brings us back to that the thing of at the beginning with these behavioral assessments and the things that Cindy and her team do are very valuable. Right. And again, it all starts with. What are you looking for defining the position and the role and what the responsibilities are going to be? Then you can identify the behaviors that you need to go out and look for. And a lot of companies, you know, they don't do that. You know, company, I'm going to put an ad on Craigslist and they just write out. Plus, the other thing I always say, I always say a lot of times I've read some ads from some clients who say it's more of a, um, they, they make it sound dreamy and cushy glorious. And you're not glorious. selling you the job pe- right. you need yeah, to be a people to, person you have to, to relate to communication and conversation and the other uh, thing uh, about what yeah. you're saying is a ter- okay you you're hiring somebody and you fire them do they think they deserve to be fired Never. No. no. What Never. do they go home and do they go home kick back in their recliner turn the tv on within 20 minutes there's a commercial on for some law firm <gasps> Have mm-hmm. you been misfired? Have you been wrongfully <laughs> fired? Mm-hmm. Call us. What does it cost them to call the attorney? Free. Zip. Nothing. Zip Nothing. When that attorney now calls your company, you start stroking those checks. <laughs> da 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 da. Right? And so now you've got attorneys involved and they look at these job descriptions and they're like, that's not legally defensible. That's right. Mm-hmm. Nobody can do that job. That's right. So what Bob and I are saying is create a job description that's realistic, right. that has measurable outcomes. Which we just said. And hold, hire the person that can naturally do the job so right. you're not trying to train a horse yeah. to climb a tree. Sure, exactly. And you hold them accountable. Jeez. Well, you know, it, it all sounds that we're still at 10,000 foot. Let's bring it down a little okay. closer uh, because that measurable, if we, if we don't have the right job description, okay, and we're not working with the best interest of the relationship of what we want them to accomplish, the task at hand, yeah. okay, and, and we're not actually holding a level of measurement, okay, then the whole process is what? Nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Right? Success equals a good process. Sure. Plus people who can execute. Who can execute, right. And the execution is the... So I would say the understanding of how these tools work and how beneficial they can be for you. I mean, it becomes a communication. Sure does. You know, uh, it becomes something that you talk about that can be used as you go through organization. And Cindy talks about, you know, somebody comes in, does a new job, we move them away. The first thing is that they just hear so much of this. They don't have a good attitude. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, what do you mean? Tell me something. You want to boil it down. Right. Don't talk to me. Tell me specifically. How do they have, they don't have a, they have a bad attitude. What do you mean? Ladies don't care to be here. 
what are you running around inside their head and you can tell me they don't care and they don't want to be here? How do you know that? That's right. not the employee That's problem. Right. Let's right. get down to specifics as to right. they need, they're not doing this. They're not following this system. They're not using the behaviors that will make them successful. Right. They're not engaged. It's going back right. to yeah. Rich's statistics. Exactly. And it's, what does that buying cost? In. Buying mm-hmm. into the process, yeah. buying into mm-hmm. the program. It gets okay. confusing. I mean, the, a lot of times when talking with employees or doing 360 feedback evaluations on folks, some people have no clue what they're supposed to. All they told me to do is I need to make sure that this book gets printed and bound and yeah. sent out by Tuesday. That's right. And that, that's a question that's I, I ask when I'm, when I'm coaching. I'm like, how do you know you're doing a good job? Yeah. Well, I don't get, I don't get yelled at. Right. Mm-hmm. Ding, that's ding, just, ding. Bad, that's answer. That's bad answer. answer. We always call that, you know, that seagull management. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're not the dropping. You fly in, drop it, and take yeah. off. That's not, seagull management. We practice a lot of that. Yeah. But if we, if we knew what the behaviors were specific to that position, we can sit down and have a very intelligent, successful conversation right. to help people Ooh, there's get a to where they word. want to be. Right. They can sit down and communicate. You know, there's, you know, we come up with, uh, you know, come up with all these performance review systems and everything else, and they're all based on most of them that I see are based on simply results. That's what was your profit? What was your sales? No, no doubt about wrong. it. That's important. Yeah, without but doubt. how did we get here? That's right. And that's that we can't, like I said, you can't motivate the P and L. You can motivate the people by showing them, hey, if we tweak this behavior exactly. or if we start doing this, this will give you this number, not <laughs> just go. And that's where our measurement comes from. from. Exactly. Okay, that's where the measurement comes from. And that goes back to what you're saying about the leadership and develop. It's not the manager's job to get those results. It's the manager's job to mobilize and Mm -hmm. motivate a team to get Mm -hmm. the results. Exactly. And that requires Mm hands-on. It requires being interested, being involved, talking to people, not sitting in your desk behind a computer Mm -hmm. writing emails. Right, exactly. It also goes to that point of also this takes more time in today's environment is, is knowing the people who work for you. Sure, yeah. knowing to. who they are, what they're capable of, what their behaviors are, what their what's ass- important what, to them, what their assessment profiles, are, what their values are, what drives them. That's right. What drives these folks? And it's changing. You know, yeah. you, you know, we're you know, I know Rich and I are in a similar age bracket. We we grew up in a different environment. Which Thank God, I'm not. Us. You know, I, that's why. You guys I, heard I, me this morning. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I said I was I was with you, boss. Good, I, I got you. All right, I'm with you. I got you. That's all good. Environment's changing. People's values they're driven by different values nowadays than than maybe what we grew. Up sure. with. Yeah. And, and, and but getting you know, know every generation coming in the yeah. workforce has been declared the worst generation, yes. <laughs> yeah. worst work ethic. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah, but it's just a matter of getting to it's know your value. people, mm-hmm. what they need based on their assessments, their behaviors, their personality and, types, how to get and them you can't observe that. No, you, that's what we're trying. I think right. that the bottom line is what um, Bob and I are trying to say is you can't observe that no, not at because all. people project and put on what they think mm-hmm. you're looking for because people want that affirmation. And that's the, that's the going to be the key piece out here. All right, let's bring this all together. Here is is how do we keep people engaged? Mm-hmm. You understand them. You put them in jobs that they're naturally suited to do, and you have managers that understand how to keep them motivated. Which means not demotivating them. That's, that's, and you hit the word. I mean, I hadn't thought about that word, but it is. It really comes down to understanding the people who work for you, right. not not listening and hearing what they're saying, but understanding them. You know, it, it's like why I say you said process earlier. Once you've found something, you know, I've, I spent a lot of time on behavioral interviewing. Right. It's yeah. asking the questions to elicit responses that tell you whether they have the behaviors or they don't. 
I was with the CEO of the day interviewing him, and I said, let me do, let's role play interview. And I got the old questions. Well, what's your biggest strength? Well, I'm a great people person. I get along with everybody. That's what we're talking about. It's being stated. It's, Pat Summit you know, is a great example. She used the predictive index assessment right. tool. And uh, we all know who, how great Pat Summit was, right? right? Exactly. Lady Vols won all those games. Mm-hmm. And how she used the assessment is exactly what you, what you said. She looked at it and said, what does this person need for me? Do they need a pat on the back? Right. Do they need a kick in the pants? Sure. Mm-hmm. Are they going to be my captains? Mm-hmm. Right? How can I get them interested into coming to play for me? And that's how she used the tool. So now we're talking about developing people, all right, and tools and developing and utilizing, utilizing those resources, mm-hmm. all right, that are available to us. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, Carly, what do we have at our disposal? All right, let's let's bring this all to a, to, to a head right here. What, what's the, what's you have the me. That's all you need. All right, there you go. We're done. <laughs> We're done. You. That's it. The well, thing is, we, we we do have we have lots of tools out there. You know, I know Cindy and uh, Six Twenty are really interested in using the predictive index and some other tools they have there. Right. You know, I've worked in the past with all kinds of things from Disk to Wonderlic to all the different tools. Right, it exactly. really there are really great tools out there. It's just the execution use of those tools right. in your environment. They have to fit into the company to make them work. I think you're hitting on something yeah. key. There are a lot of tools out there, mm-hmm. and it's almost overwhelming. It's like going to a Mexican yeah, restaurant and trying yeah. to order some tacos. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the, what gives you the advantage is having somebody that can help you, sure. shepherd you through using the tool yes. and making it part of your culture. Exactly. Yes. And that's where at REL Leadership Group, one of the things we focus on is that coaching piece. You know, it's funny, and I, I hope I don't get a lot of emails, and, and, and because I mean this in the most positive way. We're all willing to go out there and spend to send our kids to baseball camps and to right, soccer exactly. camps and to all these extra things so they can be successful. It seems to me that when people get through high school and college and postgraduate work and they learn their new job and they're in the position, I don't need coaching anymore. I'm done learning. Yeah, that's right. And it this never is a ends. constant learning, yeah, learning exactly. the new generations, yeah. learning the new people, learning the new teams, learning the new technologies. Sure. That's where we come in to help coach you through some of those curves because the old tried and trues aren't going to work for you as well. And Are you telling me I only think I've made it? <laughs> only think. You're, you're, you're almost there. And, and that's the whole concept <laughs> of self that we've got out there. there. When I talk about all this focus, the first mm-hmm. opportunity to create what calls it unlimited success, you've got to continue to work at it. Okay? Yes. Continual That's why it's called work. Yeah, exactly. Jim, we, uh, you know, we, we come from a, a gym environment, yes. okay? And we look at this. What are you saying? You I didn't say nothing. You, wa- you walked I, right I says, into that. We, we, help me out here, guys. I says we, we come from a gym environment, okay? And the thing about going in inside that gym environment is that we have to understand that this is a lifelong yes. commitment. Yes. Okay. Leadership and in, in what you do in developing people, mm-hmm. talent, skills, resources, mm-hmm. okay, is a lifelong process. Mm-hmm. All right. And you've got to continue to learn. All right. You're going to continue to focus down on the things themselves that are extremely important for these folks. Mm-hmm. And so they engage in doing what they got to do. All right. And in keeping that level of octane mm-hmm. high. I mean, I can run all these statistics out here when you start taking a look, but one sixty three percent of the work is not engaged or struggling to cope with some kind of yeah. work environment. Mm-hmm. Well, this is what we do. This is what, and, and, and this is our forte of really helping those leaders yeah. and really designing the opportunities for them to now take on to the next level. Okay. Can I remind you of a quote that we've all seen buzzing around Please for do. quite a while? But there's a, um, the CFO turns to the CEO and says, What if we invest in all these people and they leave? <laughs> That's it. And what did the CEO say? What if we don't and they stay? They stay, exactly. All right. And so. Here's the thing, folks. I says, well, we we would just we, we can talk and drill down personality, mm-hmm. behavior, process, and everything we'll talk about today with people. Alrighty, um, 
guys, I want to thank you very much. All right, Bob Langley itself, REL Leadership Group. All right, get you get a hold of Bob. Say Bob at getrelnow.com. You reach me at 404 518 1559. Cindy Litch, 620 Partners. All right, hey, let's give another shout out to Rhonda. Hey, Rhonda, hey, Rhonda, Rhonda, okay, Rhonda, good, Rhonda. Superb. But out there, Cindy Lynch, out there, info at six twenty two zero partners p-a-r-t-n-e-r-s dot com you reach Cindy and the gang out there at 954 or just look me up on LinkedIn there you go there you we're go. all over the place alrighty but uh, hey that kind of ends I guess that's my phone call are we cut off <laughs> we're cut off now gunners. hey guys I want to welcome and thank you very much for, for coming on the show today we have some great stuff I think we're going to be coming back all right, on another segment, I'm really talking about this. Do I this. get a prize? Yeah, everybody gets a prize. <laughs> hey, thank you very much, guys. Guys, thank just you, one more Rich. shout out. Thank you very much for Thanks, coming Rich. by. Hey, welcome, welcome to another, all right, Rich Hart Show. I thank appreciate you. it. Thanks, Rich. <laughs> thank you again for joining us and our guests on the Rich Hart Show. Use the social media links here to share today's show and stay tuned for the next episode of The Rich Heart Show, brought to you in part by Rich Heart Global Incorporated and the EvaluCore Institute. For more information and to connect with the show host and sponsors, visit richheart.com or email us at rich at richheart.com. I'm Andy, and I started Harry's, the shaving company that's fixing shaving. Here's why some of our customers choose Harry's. The blades are about $2 each. I get a nice, clean shave every time. The blades stay sharp for plenty of shaves. Thanks, guys. And for everyone else, give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just 3 bucks plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter EASY at checkout. That's harrys.com, code EASY.